The air we breathe, the water we drink, the soil that grows food for our families. These basic elements are essential to healthy, happy lives. America's corn growers think so too. Across the country, they're pitching in every day and doing the work to produce food and fuel that is healthy in a sustainable way. Go to ncga.com to learn more about how corn farmers grow a more sustainable future for us all. That's ncga.com. You can't have my cornbread, that's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, begin to taste out your mouth, that's for damn sure. Now fuck him, fuck this, because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That go for you and any other motherfucking farmers wanna try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's gonna be consequences and repercussions. What up, what up, what's good fam? It's your boy Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles here in the house y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Barbershop Sports Talk yes, Podcast. We're live on the website at barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Make sure y'all follow us on social media. We got the Twitter handle at barbershopspor2. Also, we got the Facebook page and you can find us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Plus, we got the YouTube page, so make sure y'all subscribe to the YouTube page as well. Uh, we got week one in the NFL wrapped up. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, Maestro. Um, just uh, one thing before we kind of get rolling here. Um, I'm disappointed of the news that I got today in regards to Brianna Taylor and that whole situation. So it was announced earlier that the city of Louisville came to a settlement of $12 million uh, for the family. Now, just so I'm clear, I'm not disappointed that the family got a settlement. I'm disappointed that they got a settlement without Brianna Taylor's killers still being out there and this whole decision about whether they're going to, you know, press charges and all that is still out there. So I'm, I'm really disappointed um, that these two things aren't happening at the same time. I mean, the family, good for them. They got the money, but we, we, you know, we want more than just the family to get the money. We want them to get the money. Plus we want them to get the justice that they deserve. Yeah. Uh, 100%. So, uh, so with all that being said, uh, we are going to continue to say her name. Brianna Taylor was unjustly murdered, and um, those officers who murdered her um, need to be brought to justice. That that's like that's good. 
that they got their money. God bless them. I'm glad that they, um, you know, I, you know, they got some money. I'm glad they got some money. But I mean, we're not gonna sit here and pretend like that's going to be the thing that that that's not proper uh, proper justice. They they don't they they don't twelve million dollars is not gonna bring that tra- that that girl back that woman back. Yeah, um, facts. You know facts. that family. Um, you know that family is lost their child or their sister or their you know cousin or aunt or you know whoever niece or whoever you know every role that she played in a family dynamic or friend dynamic uh, she's gone out of that dynamic and um you know money money won't solve that and and if i'm being honest uh just uh that them people going to jail won't either but that needs to happen that needs to happen yes yeah you know, if, so, if anything, if anything, I would have wanted to hear first that they arrested her killers for this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, like I said, I'm glad they got some money and got a little come up. But this ain't. No, nah, that's not. That's not what equal rights are. It's not enough. They did it's, a crime. Right. And they should be, you know, tried for it. They should be put in jail for it. Right. I, I, I saw a post on my Facebook feed earlier today it was from one of um my friends from high school and he kind of he's he's kind of a troll and a matter of fact i think we had him on like two three years ago um but he put on his feed that brianna's family was getting the settlement and that hey y'all y'all can just you know y'all can just stop now and in my head i'm like stop what I I ain't stopping from saying her name. I'm not gonna stop, you know, putting a message out there that her killers is still loose. I'm I'm not gonna stop any of that for what? Like I I understand you wanna you you're kind of pessimistic on that front. I get that, but don't tell other people to stop bringing awareness to it. Like that's yeah. that's just wrong to me. Yeah, it, yeah, it's you know just to never just a never reminder of where we are in the world um when it comes to um you know or where we are in the united states or where we are in the world i i mean i don't know how we treat in the world it just comes just goes to show you how far we are how far we got to go yeah. um we still work to do as a community as a black people um you know so we we'll keep fighting the fight like i said uh we'll continue to say a name Rihanna Taylor, uh, rest in peace, and to all of our uh, fallen, fallen, you know, family members and our comrades and our, uh, you know, these people that have been done unjustly on in the hands of uh, systematic oppression, racism, and um, crooked or at bare minimum bad police officers, mm. um, you know rest in peace and we're going to continue fighting we're going to continue speaking we're going to continue um you know doing what we can to help move the needle yeah no doubt man shout out to our family and everybody um let's continue to fight and um you know let's keep bringing that awareness don't stop so nfl man um i guess where i want to start and I did get a little bit of breaking news on my Twitter feed in regards to the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Michael Thomas tweaked that ankle in the game against the Bucks Sunday. And mm-hmm. it's looking like he's going to miss several weeks. 
And now that could be two weeks. That could be a month. It could be a month and a half. I don't know how severe it is, but that that's going to be a big blow for the Saints if, if he's for not sure. there. So, for sure. Um, as far as the uh, game goes, um, it's kind of what I expected. Not maybe with the exception of Brady throwing those you know picks the way he did, but I, I kind of saw the Saints kind of going away with this one. Yeah, um, look, um, I'll say this. Um, the Saints are the better team. I, I trust that this second game will probably be a better game. Are you? Do you know what week this second game will going to be this year? Saints versus the Bucks. I don't know what week it is. I know it's a Sunday night game. Okay. Um, I trust that. Um, you know, Tampa. They'll be a little bit better. You know, as far as their chemistry and, I mean, the the fact of the matter is is that. Uh, the Buccaneers have had a crazy uh, turnaround. The next day, the next time they play is uh, November the eighth. Okay. So um, Sunday night, right? Sunday night, yes. Yeah. Uh, yep. They'll have a, you know, they'll be more familiar with each other. The Saints didn't have as heavy a turnaround as the Buccaneers did coming into Week One. Obviously, um, right. uh, they got a lot of, they got things to work out. Um, I mean, we, yep. I mean, it's things like Mike Evans. You know, stopping in the middle of a route. Right. Um, there's things that maybe he didn't, he would do with another Bucks quarterback. That's not something you do with Tom Brady. Right. Um, you know, the running game was okay, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't there yet. I mean, Leonard Fournette didn't get as many carries as some people would have liked. Right. What did he get? Like five yeah. carries for 15 yards or something, something like that? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. like that. So, I mean, you know, it, it, it's just a lot to insert in your first game. You know, they played well. I'll say this. Uh, the Buccaneers defense, I believe, will get a lot better as the year goes on. Mm-hmm. They they look good on defense. They they do look good on defense. I, I mean, obviously, they shot themselves in the foot a few times. Uh, more, you know, mental mistakes. But from the capacity of how they – you know, attack the ball, right. how they play the run. Um, they they look they look sharp for the most part. Uh, this team is a team to be reckoned with. Um, I, I'm not strained for my pick as far as the Saints winning division, but um, this will at least be interesting in the NFC South. Well, that Michael Thomas injury could certainly be a difference maker if he's out, let's say, four weeks. That, that could certainly make a decision about who wins that division now you ready but, to come off of that you ready to come off of that for michael thomas and um, i get, I get no. he's the number one guy no 100 uh, I'm, I'm not ready to come off of that but it wouldn't shock me one bit if like let's say let's say he's out for weeks and let's say the saints go one and three or, okay, or really so. at, at at worst two and two let's even if they go two and two when the bucks somehow get their act together it, it it could be a big difference down the stretch, man. I mean, well, I'll the, say this: their next four games are the Raiders, uh-huh. the Packers, the Lions, and the Chargers. These are their next four games for the Saints. Um, for the Saints, that's correct. Um, okay. I, could, I mean, I can Again, see them going. Michael Thomas, going to, you ain't got yeah, Michael I Thomas. To, I can see him going to a two. I, I don't disagree, but but if I'm being honest, I can see him going four and zero. 
when when you look at the opponents, sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, man, I I, I doubt they go four and zero. No, no, no. I'm just saying I can see it happening. I mean, they could right. they could go they could go four and zero just as well as they could go two and two with those four next opponents. Right. Um, Buccaneers have the Panthers, the Broncos, the Chargers, and the Bears. Yeah. Now that's. Uh, you know, a little Back, more kind of the same thing. That's the easiest schedule, yes. Yeah, a little more favorable, and they got their weapons. That's that's the right. that's the key there too. So, but but then again, it's still gonna it's still gonna be that thing. Is is all this gonna is all this gonna come together? And you know, a week is it all gonna come together in two weeks? Is it gonna come together in three weeks? Um, you know, they made a lot of mistakes more more specifically on defense, but they made a lot of mistakes. Um, silly penalties in that game. Yeah. Um, that that you know played a hand in them losing that game. They did. It did, and that's one concern for me with the Bucks moving forward because, and I kind of hate to compare the Patriots and the way they did things for so many years under Tom Brady to this situation with the Buccaneers. But when you contrast the two, the Patriots play smarter like you 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 rarely see mistakes that the bucks made from the pre, from the patriots in previous seasons with tom brady and that's going to be the thing moving forward is is that the bucks historically i mean you go back five ten years i mean these kinds of mistakes is what festers within this organization so is tom brady just going to come in and just kind of all of a sudden these players are going to you know be smarter that that, that that that's right and you know so he's he's gonna have to overcome the fact that he's in a culture where you know these guys are gonna make some silly mistakes here and there and that that's the interesting thing for me moving forward with this team is how do how does he adjust to that um you're right about the mike evans connection you're you're right i think they do need to get on a much better rapport for that and i think the lack of preseason has shown that at least this team other teams it's you know kind of shown the same way but i think they're gonna have to get that worked out they'll you know when they practice they'll you know work those kinks out and you know as far as the running game goes i it, it is funny because i watched that first couple the first couple drives and it looked like they were trying to establish the run like real early Mm-hmm. They were really trying to establish it and really make Tom Brady more comfortable in the pocket, just not you know making him throw too much. But the interceptions, and then now all of a sudden you gotta you know throw your way back in the game. So um, I think that's a good start for them, you know, moving forward is trying to establish that run game. Yeah, I mean, you know, this Tom, this is the best talent team Tom Brady's been on. Yeah, yeah. Like, what did Gronk get? Just- Gronk didn't have a good game either. He had like two catches he for just, like. I mean, he only had like three targets, maybe. So it's not like yeah. you know he he just wasn't a factor in the um, offense. Um, a guy who people spoke about all throughout the game and somebody that um, you know we should look out for um, just because this is uh, it's comfortable for Tom Brady is Scotty Miller. Um, you know he's that Julian Edelman, Wes Welker build. So um, he did find him a few times, but that would be the guy to look out for, even in, even in a, you know, especially early, even amidst having you know the big guys like the Mike Evans and the 
Yep. You know, and the good good ones. The had, Godwins, he was yeah. good. Godwins, I'm sorry, he's been good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was good, you know, Sunday. Mm-hmm. But uh, Scotty Miller is, you know, kind of his speed, Tom Brady's speed. He's familiar with that, you know, that build of receiver. Yep. So at least as he's getting comfortable, you should, um, you know, start to look out for that that connection. Mm-hmm. And, now, and now that I think about it, Gronk is on a roster where there's other weapons compared yeah. to the Patriots. So OJ Howard is a better tight end right now, probably. Yeah. And the and the other two receivers are better than Julian Edelman and whoever was the number two there. So Well, I'm yeah. just speaking about Scotty Miller's a young young cat. Uh, I think he's like five ten. He mm-hmm. can't he probably a buck seventy soaking wet. Right. Um you know what I'm saying? That's he's familiar with that builder receiver that can get in the small, you know, small spaces and get open. Right. Fact. So that's why I'm speaking about Scotty Miller and that he would probably start seeing more targets starting as early as next week. I would I would think because that's a familiar um, a familiar uh, style of play at wide receiver for Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I, I guess the point I'm trying to make with Gronk is is that you shouldn't expect like the old Gronk in terms of the numbers that he put up in in New England with right. this roster because there's more options. You know, he's not the number one the way he was with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Saints 1-0. and um, Tampa Bay got some work to do. We'll see what happens moving forward. We're definitely going to monitor the Michael Thomas situation with the ankle, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I think at yeah. best they go 2-2 two and two. through that next at four best? games. I think at best they go 2-2. Two and two. Okay. Okay. So um, let me say real quick before I forget, man, we probably should have said at the beginning of the show. Um, uh-huh. I want to congratulate our um, podcast um, comrade Vince Wright, who um, today yes, is doing his 200th show of the Sports Done Right show um, with Vince Wright, the governor. Um, congratulations, homie. Um, wish we could tune in, but obviously, as we've uh, we've conflicted with with show show timing in the past forever for as long as I can remember. Yep. So um, if if you know, let me uh, spend a, send a special shout out, congratulations to uh, Vince Wright on his 200 show. Yeah, Vince Wright, congrats on 200 episodes. I know how challenging it could be to get 200 of these things out of the way. We just did 200 about three months ago. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing that we're able to do this for so long. And I, I text him about a week ago and I told him that I do like a little um, voiceover for his show tonight to kind of congratulate him. It kind of slipped my mind a little bit and things just kind of mm-hmm. got busy. But, um, yeah, certainly uh want to congratulate Vince Wright on 200 episodes of the Sports Done Right show, which you can find on Spreaker.com. And uh, also on any of the X Squad affiliate uh, websites. So you know, much love to him. Yes, I met sir. Vince Wright uh, three years ago. Uh, cool dude. You know, very hospitable. Um, you know, can't can't say enough about the guy. Pretty pretty cool guy. D- has a dope show. And uh, may- maybe if he's still on when we get off, I might just you know give him a call on the show or something if he's still on. Yeah. So shout out to Vince Wright on that. Um, yes, so, I want to go into this game for the Lions and the Bears, and I get that this wasn't like the you know one of the top uh, matchups 
this week. But, you know, every now and then when you're watching the game and you're looking at the score of these other games, you're like, all right, you know, the Lions are, you know, they, they kind of going away with this one. Mitchell Trubisky is stinking to join up <laughs> again uh, for about three quarters. And then next thing you know, the Lions became the Lions and somehow the Bears won this game. What was it? 27 to 23, I think 23. the score was. And I think a couple of things turned this game around for the Bears. Number one, uh, it was a turnover by Detroit. I think it was a fumble that um, put the Bears in a good field position. They get the touchdown there. And then Matt Stafford inexplicably throws an interception. Um, when you got that very little much time in the game left, I think it was like two minutes and 50-something seconds to go, and they're up by two scores at that point. The Lions are up by that much, and then he throws the interception, and again, Mitch Trubisky's got the good field position. He scores a touchdown, and then um, and then the Lions, I think they gave it right back up. I might be getting that sequence a little bit mixed up there, but um, I think the Bears took the lead after the Stafford interception, now that I think about it. So there were a couple of things before that interception that happened. And then um, I think the biggest blunder of the game was the swift drop in the end zone that would have sealed it for the Lions at the end there with like, about, yeah. I think, six seconds left. And that was all she wrote, you know, Detroit blows another game like they've always done for so many years and the bears i think it's safe to say escaped the football game with a w yeah um, i mean you summed it up i i don't pretend like i watched that game i didn't um i i, I what i what i saw immediately is what i said before the game even started was um they were going to give. They were going to make sure that uh, Adrian Peterson got the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, he had like ninety three yards on like fourteen carries, which means uh, not only did he get the ball, um, not only did he split carries with DeAndre Swift, but he outran him. You know, in yep. his, you know against a a good Bears defense. So you should expect to see that more right. um, for all you fantasy fantasy owners out there. Uh, secondly, uh, DeAndre Swift. You know, was touted to be that guy before the Adrian Peterson. Uh, this is just bad for DeAndre Swift, man. Um, again, I don't think they're going to diminish his role any more than it's already been diminished with Adrian Peterson coming in. But yep. uh, that drop, that drop was costly, man. And, and it's dev- he Killer. definitely, um, he definitely lost a couple of points with that coach. I would, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, I don't care for the coach really in my book. I mean, I, I, I think he's kind of in over his head. Um, but yeah, that, that swift drop was a very costly one. And that was going to be a good win for Detroit. It, it was. Yeah. Yeah. That I mean, it, it's just like, they, it's, it's kind of like they started last year. Like they was in these close games. They was in the lead. And then, you know, one of the players would do something stupid, cough the ball up and then they give the game away. It, it it's just like, it, it's just saying, you know, the more things change, the more they remain the same. And that's. That's been the Detroit Lions for for so many years. Yeah. We ain't got so, no expectations for neither one of these teams, no way. So, no, no, not at all. But I I think those first three quarters by Trubisky, um, uh, I wasn't surprised at that. 
I think at some point you're going to see Nick Foles in this season for the Bears. Mm-hmm. If he, I mean, if he keeps, you know, stinking his joint up the way he had, he had, he had for three quarters. But they won the game, and he had a good fourth quarter. So I they mean, won the game. yes, does, yeah. So eight if they for, do eight, that, eight for 10. Yep. if they do that, nah, I don't know that Nick Foles would be, you know. Yeah. Well, you can't they, do it for just a quarter. If you win the game, can't you? Uh, well, we'll see what happens because they're yeah, not going to. I, gonna, said, I mean, if game? you if you play Detroit Lions every week, then yeah, but you, you you're going to play some smarter teams coming up on the schedule. So, well, like I said, if if you win in games, you know why can't you? I mean, I, I don't see why they would bench him if he was winning games. Yeah. Well, it, it depends. I mean, he's got to play extremely bad for them to really be like, all right, we, we're done with you. Like I said, this is the guy they drafted. And, and, and look, we know Nick Foles ain't going to be the replacement, the, the permanent answer. Right. But they also declined Mitchell Trubisky's option. Of course they two. did. Of so, course they did. They should have. But that don't, But as, as it stands right now, he still has an opportunity to get a contract. He has as an opportunity, guy, yes. And as the guy that they drafted, like right now is a make-or-break season, much like what Mariota had last year. This is a make-or-break yep. season after – if you're going to be a starting quarterback or you're going to be a backup somewhere next year. Yep. Yep. But let them start losing games. And it's and he doesn't play well enough to win those games. Sure. And I think you'll start to see some yeah, of that. Yeah, obviously. But like I said, if he plays three bad quarters and one good fourth quarter and comes with the game, he'll be there. He'll survive, yeah. He'll survive. Yeah. I, I guess I'm saying I don't think you're going to expect that every week. Like, you're not going to play the Detroit Lions every week. I think if you play a much better team, they're not going to, like, they're not going to let you do that. <clears throat> they're not going to let you come back against them. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, What the hell was going on in that Eagles-Washington game, man? Um, That was actually a game that was shown in my area and that I was kind of flipping back and forth between. It was 17 nothing. And I was like, oh, okay, the Eagles got this, you know. And then Washington put together a drive toward the um, end of the first half. I think they, you know, they were down by 10 points at that point. It was 17-7. And then here comes the second half, and Carson Wentz is just, you know, giving the ball up Overwhelmed. in a couple of moments. I, I think that uh, first credit due – First and foremost, credit due to that Washington football team defensive line. Yep. That front seven is, yep. uh, and more specifically, that front four. All homegrown draft picks, right? Man. Man. Yeah. Them, them boys are some dogs. Um, they, they can't, they are a force to be reckoned with. That front, that front seven is a force mm-hmm. to be reckoned with. Um, that defense. That front seven will keep them in games. Now, I'm not saying they'll win games, yep. but they will certainly keep them in games um, yep. if if they continue at the pace they were they played at in uh, week one. Yep. Uh, kudos to them. Uh, Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz, man. I mean, we 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 seen this story. Like he likes to hold the ball too long. He likes to try to make things happen when there's not necessarily nothing there. Right. Um, second. Secondly, the wide receivers, mm-mm. I mean, Deshaun Jackson was injured. 
Yeah. Uh, that rookie Rager. Um, uh, Jalen Rager or something like that. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. You know, the guy that they drafted that to be, you know, to be a, a top notch receiver. Right. Um, wasn't in game one. Running game, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, the guy that they thought was going to be the guy oh. this year. Yeah, you know, offensive line. Um, let's not pretend like that right side didn't uh, suffer injuries in that in in game. Yeah, no that's Lane Johnson take, on that offensive line either. Yeah, and that's not to take anything from uh, the Washington football team's defensive line and their performance. Yeah, but it should be noted that uh, they they definitely did suffer injury on that line, a major one. On yep. that line, um, yep. so there's that. But you would expect at this phase of the game, Carson Wentz got to see, got to got to drive rise above all that, and he didn't. So he should catch smoke for that. Yeah, no doubt In about that. Opinion. And I do want to give a shout out to Dwayne Haskins for playing a better second half of football than he did in the you know first half of the game. And sort of was the contributor to them, you know, coming back from this deficit. Um, yeah, I thought I he, I thought he played well. Uh, and I don't – well. I thought um, he played well. It wasn't great. I think he managed. Well, that's what I mean. You know, well, I, don't think he well. played, I don't think he played great. I, yeah. I, I, I thought he played okay. Um he just stopped making. He just he just did he just did better. He did better. He was a competent yeah. quarterback. He settled down. Yeah. Okay. Settled down. That, he okay. Said, that's he, a he, settled, way he settled down. Settled down. I, I I don't I don't look at that game and say let me you know with all due respect um, the 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 turkey the MVP definitely goes to that defensive oh, line. Oh, defense. Um, no question. And I don't and I don't see yeah I don't see me handing it to anybody else. No question. The defense gets the game ball. Yeah. Uh, 100% sure. agree with you there. Um, but Dwayne Haskins, um, first half versus second half, totally different. Um, Good. Obviously, you know, helped out by his defense. Um, di- didn't mess it up. Played, played a lot better. Saved by his defense. What's that? Saved by his defense. Not helped out. Saved. He yeah. was saved by that defense. Yeah. 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 I mean, you get a shutout in the second half. I mean, that that's yeah, pretty damn he was good. Saved by that, yeah, he was saved by that defense. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's pretty damn good. Like how many um how many short fields did he get? He got at least a couple short fields because of them and, turnovers. And you know, and Peyton, and then Peyton Bar, and then Peyton Barber did the scoring. I mean, you know, as, now albeit you know in the red zone, but yeah, yeah, you know, Peyton Barber did the scoring. Look. Dwayne Haskins got a uh, he got a long long way to go. He got a long long way to go. But shout out to him for putting uh, uh, Davon uh, McNeil on the back of his helmet, who was a young man who was uh, shot in, in the, over the summer mm-hmm. in Southeast. Um, was that the uh, was the that the one shootout helmet. you was telling me about? Was that the one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, one of many. Cause we there's been at least two that I've spoken about on the podcast. Okay. I missed a few more that's happened over the summer, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that uh, Devon McNeil was a little younger. Um, he played football like yep. a little eleven-year-old little boy yep. who got shot at a, a peace rally. I remember, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Rest in peace. So um, let's get to this Green Bay game, Green Bay and uh, Minnesota, and 
Aaron Rodgers, man. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. He threw for like 460-something, four touchdowns. And, like, I mean, it was. I think it was just no doubt that after a certain point in the game that, you know, the Packers were just going to coast, you know, and, you know, beat the Vikings. Um, I think the lack of having, of not having Daniil Hunter in the lineup has shown um, with the Vikings because the Packers were able to do anything and everything they wanted to do offensively. Um, and the Vikings, if I'm not mistaken, they got a couple of rookie corners back there. Um, and certainly not a good look. I mean, there's some growing pains to go through, but if you Aaron Rodgers and you got rookie corners trying to cover your guys, I mean, you, you, you got to eat them up <laughs> every single time. So shout yeah, out to the Packers. Um, I, yeah. I, I mean, I make it clear. I, I didn't really feel like this was, um, I mean, outside of the fact that it's the Packers, it's Aaron Rodgers, it's a division game. Um, game. Yeah, this didn't, this game didn't really move the needle for me. One, because it was a blowout. Two, um, it just speaks to who the uh, king of that division is. Um, we know it. it, it it's noted. Um, it, this would have been a much more interesting uh, headline, per se, if the Vikings had won this game or if they had even played it competitive, competitively. Yeah. Um, you know, it just wasn't. You know, it's 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 the dad whipping the son per se. It's just the brother beating up the little brother per se. It's just you know the Packers are right now just the class of the division. Um, I don't know if we said this, but Dalvin Cook got an extension. Yeah, we did. We did. Okay, we did. Okay. Yep, yep. Okay. He, he got his money. Okay, yeah. So I definitely wanted to point that out. Maybe. Yep, yep. Yeah, one thing about this game, and we'll move to the next one, I think the turning point was the safety that uh, Kirk Cousins took in the end zone there. And I think right after that, I think that was kind of all she wrote for the Vikings at that point. They couldn't stop the Packers from moving the ball offensively right after that. And so you have that. And then um, and it was just, I mean, just, just some bad play offensively by Minnesota, man. It's like... You know, Kirk Cousins, like, we, we praise this guy for, you know, beating the Saints in the playoffs this past season. And then, well, you, you know. Now, be praised for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely yeah. should be praised for that. You thought it would be like a turning, you know, point in his career. And then, I mean, obviously he didn't beat the Niners, but I, I, mean, I think I we all expected that. that. Yeah, yeah. Lie. I never thought that that was a turning point for Kirk Cousins. Well, I, I'm saying you would have thought. Once that happened, once they beat the Saints, you're like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe he's starting to, you know, turn something here and then he loses to the Niners and then he loses the opener to a division rival. But, yeah, they they got a long way to go, man. Um, I I think the Vikings are in trouble and I know it's early. But, again, Kurt Cousins still a, a, you know, a top 15 guy, um, you know, production-wise and talent-wise, um. No, nah, I ain't gonna go that far with all these black quarterbacks dogging right now. Tyler, he's a top fifteen guy, um, yeah. but I'm not sure. I'm know, not even. I'm not even sure about that. He might yeah, be number right. sixteen, number seventeen for real. Right, right. If you're keeping it real, right. But yeah. uh, you know, it, but he. But let me let's say this: he's a competent enough guy to, um, with a team around him to get the job done. Um, obviously, he's he's going to miss digs. He's going to miss that. The, um, I know they got rid of cornerback 
because um, they were getting older. Yep. So, I mean, you know, you kind of retooled that. But yeah. um, they got some ways to go. Again, just another team that we ain't, we ain't worried about. Like, Yeah, yeah they better not- hope Daniel Hunter comes back at some point in the season if it's not too late for them. Yeah, they they don't they don't move the needle like I like I said they just don't move the needle. Yeah, yep. Uh, Cam Newton's debut with the Patriots I thought was a good debut for Cam Newton in that offense. Um, the way Belichick um, put him in positions to succeed in the offense changed it up, you know, totally completely, um, you know, to fit Cam. Um, you know, I like the running. I mean, Cam obviously could still, you know, move that ball when he, you know, when he's running it. Um, and, and I like the fact that he's healthy. Like, the dude looks 100% healthy right now. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think that's scary for the Buffalo Bills right now. And, and I get the Bills, you know, handle their business against the Jets. But if, if Cam could keep playing like this, man, and, you know, they continue to play defense the way they're playing. The Patriots, that is. Yeah, b- b- Bills. Uh, the Bills are not out of the woods yet, as far as you know, being the new champs of the East. Yeah, well, um, I don't got them being the new champs of the East. I got the Patriots being the champs of the East. Yep. First off, uh, secondly, um, this wasn't a good litmus test, in my personal opinion, of them of where they are as a team playing the Miami Dolphins. It just didn't move the needle for me. Cam Newton. Uh, ran in two touchdowns. It's good to see him. It's good to see him in good spirits, healthy, playing football, starting football, um, NFL caliber football. He looks mm-hmm. like he'll be fine this year. Um, but, again, it was against the Dolphins. The Dolphins had a good half of the season for what it's worth, but they are still the Dolphins. I don't – this don't move the needle for me. Um, they need a litmus test for me to uh, come out and say anything. I want to get to – uh, this whole chain snatching incident. Yeah, word, word. Niggas trying I, to snatch chain. Uh, allegedly, um, you know, they got into a skirmish or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And um, uh, I forget who it was on the Dolphins, but um, allegedly somebody tried to uh take his chain off of him, try to Michael capture him, and yep. um, they asked him about it in the post game. He said that it was there. Um, you know, he both he got both chains on. He good. He put out a post saying, you know, both my chains here. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I forget who the player was. Um, somebody from the Dolphins chimed in on social media. Was like, don't nobody want your raggedy ass chains. Um, but well, my question is, Trey. Yep. Uh, and first of all, we know them chains ain't raggedy. Um, Cam is a is a millionaire. A few times it's over. Um, but why they think Cam Newton somebody to play with? Um, I don't know. Why um, they think Cam Newton could be Michael Crabtree? Like, um, it's funny because I I saw on social media thread somebody saying like, you know, Cam out here playing tough. He ain't no tough guy for real. He out here faking, and and. Not, and my last, my last incident or remembrance of him having an incident was when he pulled up on Kelvin Benjamin, yep. and Kelvin Benjamin didn't want to smoke. Yep. Another incident is, and I and I get that these uh, these were kids, but did you see um, the video maybe last year of um, some little kids talking uh, talking trash about Cam Newton, and then Cam Newton rolled up on and said, "What? 
And then, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, I oh. got him to chill. You know oh, what I'm nah. Saying? I ain't see that. It was funny. It was funny as hell because um, it, it's funny to me because I like that. Like, he didn't do nothing, ma- you know, malicious. But it was like, oh, like, who you, you thought you was about to try to play a game with me? Like, right. nah, little younger, like, you a kid. Like, stay in a kid's place. Right, right, um, right. So, for me, and how uh, his last two instances have been solid instances. Say what you want about his play on the field, but uh, he never struck me to be a sucker. So, I don't know why people testing him right now. Well, first, let me say, shout out to Aqib Tlaib. He announced his retirement over the week. Did he um, really? Yes, he did. He did. The original he, chain snatching. The original OG as far as chain snatching. Whoever this cat was on the Dolphins that tried to come at Cam with the chain snatching, bro, you not a keep to lead, bro. You, 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 you not that nigga, man. He got that chain off. That's and, all and, I'm saying. And, and Cam Newton is not Michael Crabtree. So I don't know who you are. You relevant to me, but you not a keep to lead, bro. You still holding on to this Dolphins when the East? Well, I didn't say they win the East. I said they make a wild card. I'm sorry. I'm holding on. I'm holding on because, look, Fitzpatrick was Fitzpatrick again. He threw three interceptions in this game. And at some point, at some point, Maestro, two are going to come in, man, and two are going to take over. Well, what if he throw three touchdowns next week? I don't even know who they play, but, I mean, you're saying he's Fitzpatrick again. But he might surround and throw three interceptions and and the media will be calling him Fitzmagic again. That that is true. That is true. But let if if Fitzpatrick goes on a stretch where he's just terrible, if it's three games in a row where he's just not good at all, then I expect to see Tua suiting up for the Dolphins. And Let's just be clear, not I agree with back. you that we'll see Tua this year. Uh-huh. Um I, I don't think it'll be to about week seven, week eight. Um, but even with that said, uh, I don't have that much faith that Tua is going to at week seven, week eight, turn his team around and get him into the wild card. But I, you know, we we'll, we we don't we don't have to go down that rabbit hole again. Nah, nah, we don't. We'll we'll see what happens there. Um, let me uh, give some shout outs to the chat room. Uh, we got Mocha Bella repping X Squad. She says the What's Dolphins that? plays the Bills this week. So yeah, that'll be another tough. Matchup for the Dolphins there. And probably will be a loss. Yep, yep. Uh, we got Big Kev 303 from Denver. What's happening? A1 day one. And we got the sports gov, Vince Wright. What up, fam? Appreciate Happy you. Happy 200th, man. Yes, sir. Congrats on 200 episodes, man. Um, so, um, let me get to my game for a minute. Uh, I, w- I was trying to hold off um, until the end there. Um, but this was the one item that I had on here in my notes that says Baker still sucks and the Ravens just basically just blew the Browns out the building uh, you know, 38 to six. I'm going to attack you. I'm going to attack you in our, in, in our um, publicly. I'm going to attack you if you don't mind. Um, so when I text you earlier this week or yesterday, and uh-huh. I asked you what were the important games to cover? Okay. It was, a, it was hilarious to me that you thought that the Ravens-Browns game was an important game to cover. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, well, no, let me not tell you why. Why was that? In, why is this? In a, we knew what was going to happen. We knew that we know the Browns are trash. We know that. Let me say this. We six know points? The, with that, with, the, with Browns, all that talent, six points? Yeah, the Browns, I mean, we, but 
it's not much different from what they were doing last year. Underachieving. Baker Mayfield has not come. Now, if you told me that Baker Mayfield played stride for stride with Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. and, you know, this was a close game, I right, but Baker Mayfield is the same guy. They uh, is the same guy he was last year as of uh, week one. Um, clearly, they shut down. If you shut down Nick Chubb, you shut down the offense. Mm-hmm. And nobody on that defense outside of Miles Garrett and maybe Denzel Ward is really worth talking about on the Cleveland's defense. And those those two guys alone ain't gonna be able to stop Lamar Jackson in the offense. Um, it was funny to not funny, but it was because I got uh, Hollywood Brown on my uh, fantasy teams, both teams actually. Right. Um, it was like damn. So like this, like it seemed like it was a flash, and he had a hundred yards in receiving. It was just like all right. Well, we know this ain't going. This is. This is a quick, easy dissemination. This doesn't even um, – it's just like, yeah, it's the Browns and it's the Ravens. We we know what the Browns do. We know what the Ravens do. The Ravens, um, you know, obviously are Super Bowl contenders again this year because of uh, Lamar Jackson and the things they've added. Um, and, you know, it, this, is, this is more the same to me. So two things. So when you posed that question yesterday – I had the mindset that, okay, he's asking about what were the, I guess, the matchups to look forward to, you know, entering the week, you know, before they started playing the games. I I didn't take that as, okay, the games are over. We know what the final scores are. Okay, let's list the, you know, list the top five games from the week. I didn't take it. I didn't didn't take it that way. Um, Okay. and, 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 And number two. Regardless of whether the Ravens are in an important game or not an important game to where we know what the outcome's going to be, you think I'm going to be a co-host on this podcast and not ever talk about the Ravens regardless of who hey, the man. opponent is? Just tell me, just tell me, just just admit to me that this wasn't an important this was not an important game. Um going into it, I thought it was. It's a divisional game. The Browns have talent, and yes, they had some injuries, but the Browns have weapons on offense. I mean, when you look deeper into the game, Nick Chubb was killing us. Um, Kareem Hunt, huh? Yeah, fifty yards rushing. Well, I'm I'm just talking about the chunk yards that we were giving up. Not so much that you know he ran for a buck sixty or anything like that. I'm just talking about per carry. Like there were certain carries where he gouged us for 12, for 10. And then Kareem Hunt, who I forgot, you know, was on the team. And by the way, he did get an extension, if I'm not mistaken. Kareem Hunt did. Um, mm-hmm. He, you know, came in the game and he gouged us, you know, a couple, you know, for a couple plays there. It was 10 yards here, 11 yards there. And it's like, whoa, like, we, we still a little, you know, shaky in that run defense there. So, um Going into the game, yeah, this this was this was a big game to me. Okay. Now I'm now I'm I'm glad they watched them. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think this is a good. I, don't, I mean, I mean, when I looked at the schedule, when I look at the schedule of games, this didn't even. And and let me say this: even yep. as a Pittsburgh fan, in the grand scheme of things, I agree with the, I agree with your very second point. I'm not going to be a co-host and not talk about my team. That's. It, if you'd have led with that, I'd have been with you. Because of course I'm, of course I'm gonna talk about 
Pittsburgh, but in this grand scheme of week one, Pittsburgh versus the New York Giants wasn't a... Um, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't, no. Because we, we all know what was going to happen. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I had a couple of people telling me that the Giants was going to win. Oh, come on, stop. And, the, and, and Melvin, Melvin tell you that? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even regard his opinion. <laughs> but, uh, you know what I'm saying? He, um, you know what I'm saying? But it, no, a couple people, a couple people told me, you know, now, obviously, what, you know, where I am, it's a lot of, you know, Cowboy and or Redskins fans, not yes. and or Cowboy or Redskins fans. So, uh, the conversation was, hey, make sure y'all beat the Giants, you know, mm-hmm. right. but, yeah, man. A couple people, a couple people were saying to me that the Giants were going to beat the Steelers. Um, man, and, I had you know, no doubt. I had even when the even when the Giants scored on that touchdown to Darius Slayton, and it, and it went up ten to three. I I had no doubt that the Giants were were you know were going to lose that football game last night. There there was no doubt. Even even after that, and the drive that they had, the nineteen play drive, right? Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent drive. Daniel Jones, you know, converted some pretty key third downs on that drive, About and then he, and, and, and then he and then he had to Eli it at the end there. It wasn't. Hold on, you're not going to. He didn't Eli it. Bud Dupree did his did the damn thing. That was Bud Dupree. That wasn't that wasn't even Daniel Jones' fault. Daniel Jones had a had an option, and right as he threw, Bud Dupree got there. I'm going to speak about I'm going to speak about Pittsburgh's defense, which I believe is going to be a number one defense, the number one defense this year. Um, let me be clear: uh, Saquon Barkley had 15 yards from 15 yards running. No, 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 no. He, he had no. He had 15 carries. Nine yards, I believe. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, yep. Nine yards. Thank you for correcting me. Yep. But to say we shut that shit down. Yep. The you know number one, number two, number three, however you want to slice it. Yeah. He, he's shut had down. A, he's had a couple of games like that last year, where Saquon just didn't get off like you know the way you expect him to. Lockdown. Um, lockdown. Daniel, um, Daniel Jones, you know, I, somebody has to get some type of stats. So, shouts out to, uh, Slayton, who, um, who I think is going to be good. It is good. I gotta say, yeah, gonna yeah be, I got him on my fantasy squad too. Yeah, he's, he, he's a force to be reckoned with. Um, but shout out to him. Look, I, I, I think I'm almost ready to say good riddance to James Conner, man. Yeah, it's funny because I didn't even see him get hurt. I just noticed um, maybe like in the third quarter where he just wasn't there. And I was like, oh, Benny Snell's getting carries. And then they said, oh, James Conner got hurt. And I was like, oh, snap, this dude got hurt and shout, again. And shout out to Benny Snell, 100, uh, 112 yards, I want to say, career high. Uh-huh. Um, you know, did it, you know, did what he need to do specifically in the second half. Um, but the James Conner, man, look, I know what he can be if he's healthy. I know he could be a, a top 10 back when healthy. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't stay healthy, man. And, and, and they say it's not like a, you know, it might not be a big deal going into week two against Denver, but yeah, it's just like, I'm tired of 
hearing James Conner not healthy. He's like we put so much stock into him being healthy in the offense, and he just he just isn't too man, much. Man, y'all y'all going through with the running back position, kind of like what we went through from like 2015 up until 2019. Man, like it's like it's a turnstile at running back for y'all. It's been like that the last couple years. Um, and then it's it's the same situation here right now. So Benny yeah. Snell, Benny Snell's getting the bulk of the carries at this point now. At this point, but they said that um, I, I didn't get a chance to look at uh, Tomlin's press conference this afternoon. But uh, you know, I did see that they, you know, he said he plans on keeping the light on for James Conner, meaning, meaning you know, if he if he can prove he's healthy to play, he'll play uh, against Denver. Um, another thing I want to point out in that game, um, I mean, look, Ben Roethlisberger knocked the rest off, you know, pretty quickly. You know, it probably took him about, a, you know, the mm-hmm. two-minute drill in the, at halftime. I won't say quickly, but mm-hmm. he looks like looks like he's back. Uh, because he's back, um, Juju, Smith, Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be the recipient of that. Um, I don't know if he's going to be a – Number one, number one, the, the you know the guys number one, number one. But uh, I'm pretty sure that by the end of this year, if Ben Roethlisberger stays healthy, those number one uh, those number one disparities will be gone. Um, I'm glad Ben Roethlisberger's back on this team. Well, I'm gonna need to see y'all against a much better opponent. Um, I, I again, I, I kind of like what you're saying about Browns Ravens. We all knew what was gonna happen there. I'm kind of saying the same thing here with the Steelers and the Giants. We we don't have expectations for the Giants. Um, I, I, I need to see more. Now, did the defense pick up where it left off last year? Yeah, they did. The defense picked up where it left off. Um, offensively, I thought, like you said, the rust was there. He shook it off. He was able to get it going, you know, toward the second half of the game. Um, all fine and dandy. Um I, I, I just want to see y'all against a you know a better opponent. And unfortunately I don't even think we're gonna even see that next week against the Broncos. Mm-hmm. I don't even I don't even think the, the Broncos are that good. I believe if I'm not mistaken, week three against the Titans. So, so, what's up? I said if I'm not mistaken, I'm gonna pull it up to be certain. If I'm not mistaken, it is week three. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, week three against the Texans. Okay. Okay. So yeah. Speaking of, and I, and I didn't have this game on my um, list here, but you, we, we brought up the Broncos here. Um, so this morning I'm watching, I think it's Get Up. I think I was watching Get Up. And I watched like the first half of that game last night. It was the late game that came on 10 o'clock, the Broncos and the Titans. And I was I was at the point where it was like, yo, I am not watching this entire game. Yeah. Like I like I, I I turned the TV off at eleven o'clock. It, the score I think was like seven to seven mm-hmm. at that point, and I ju- I just said to myself, I am not watching this game. I'm I'm cutting it off. I'll figure out what happened in the morning. I was so, glad that Pittsburgh was the early game. So yeah, well, I I I think to put the Steelers in that ten o'clock slot would have been not so good. That 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 would have been very disrespectful to that fan base, but. Oh, I'm talking about because I could I could watch it and then go to bed afterwards. No, you know I I, I get what you're saying. I'm just yeah. saying that I I think 
any other alternative would would have been disrespectful to the Steelers fan base to put them on a ten o'clock game um, when you know we we going to sleep by about eleven o'clock eleven thirty on this side of the country. But um, so this morning I'm you know looking at highlights and a, a, a couple things stood out. Number one, Steve Gostowski missed four kicks. I think it was three field goals he missed, and then he missed the extra point in that game. And then the other thing that stood out to me was on a final Titans drive before they kicked the field goal to win the game, the Broncos had three timeouts, and Vic Fangio elected to not use any of those timeouts to stop the clock. And basically got ripped for it, which he should have been ripped for. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just, you know, go in a game and just keep timeouts like it's, you know, like it's money. Like you, you got to use them when you think you're not going to, you know, see the ball if they, you know, if the Titans keep running the way they're running. So th- th- I thought that was just interesting. It was it was a low scoring game. I think the score was like 16-14 or something like that. I'm glad I turned yeah. the game off. Yeah. Um, is, but that, f- is, is this a playoff team, the Denver Broncos? Like hell no. Yeah. Hell no. And I don't. And and I'm gonna say it right now. Vic Fangio is not a good coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just I'm just off you. the strength of that, and off of some questionable stuff he did last year. Um. Does this game, in your mind, hypothetical time, is this yep. game different if Cortland Sutton Cortland Sutton plays? Um, probably, probably, it's probably Mm -hmm. different. Um, but again, I think you have to look at a hall, a future hall of fame kicker missing four kicks as probably the re as the reason why this game was close in the first place. (laughs) Otherwise the Titans would have been up 12 points in the game. Maybe. So maybe we'll we'll see. We'll see. Um, I, I just got, one more thing to say about one other game here. And I tried to tell these niggas about the Colts, man. I tried to tell these niggas, man. Like, Phillip Rivers, look, he he played he played a good game early in the game, and then he gave the game up. He coughed it up. Yeah. He coughed it up, man. The Jaguars are supposed to be the worst team in football this year. They didn't traded everybody. They, you know, they start, starting from scratch. And the Colts just treat this thing like it's always, you know, all we got to do is just show up at the stadium and, you know, we'll be all good. Nah, nah, man. Like this is this is probably the worst loss of all the games uh, this Mm. past week is the Colts losing to the Jaguars. Okay, I I can see that. I I, I would personally go with uh, Lions losing to Chicago. But I mean, I get what you're saying. The Jaguars are a terrible team. Yeah. Now the way the Lions lost it, you know, that that's pretty big. The way they lost it, but the fact that you playing the worst team in the league that just basically had a fire sale and you know, Gardner Minshew throws three touchdowns. I mean he didn't have a great statistical day, but you know, three touchdowns is enough to Yeah, well I'm just talking about in terms of yardage and, you know, completions and, you know, passing attempts. Like it wasn't gaudy numbers there, but he did score three times, and you know, with with the secondary for the Colts, which I didn't even realize was, you know, people kept telling me the Colts is, you know, the Colts got talent, they're stacked, and you know, and all this they stuff. And that, that? that? I mean, 
They do have talent on defense. Yeah, I, I agree there. I mean, there's some talent on defense, but particularly the secondary. Yeah. There's some issues there. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I don't know if they can fix that. <laughs> um, And uh, we certainly got to mention that Marlon Mack is out for the year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, torn Achilles. Yeah. Torn yeah. Achilles. I, I had him in the uh, fantasy starting lineup this week. Uh, shout out to Marlon Mack. Uh, get well soon, oh. man. Yeah, um, and let's hope that uh, let's hope that I can sneak Naheem Hines in the rotation. So you have him on the fantasy? No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay, I'm attempting to get him. Uh, he's on my waiver order. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I was, it's funny because I was looking for him on the waiver lineup and I didn't see him. So I was like, oh, somebody you didn't see got him? this kid. Oh, maybe I, I, maybe that was my that maybe that was my other league that I tried to pick him up in. Okay, oh, maybe okay. it was. I, I didn't see oh. him. I could be okay, wrong about so that. Okay, so somebody has him there. Somebody's got him. So damn sixteen teams, man. That's what happens, man. When you when you start digging deeper into that waiver wire, man, you seeing players with a projected score of five points at the highest. Try one, <laughs> right? <laughs> It's tough. It's it's yeah, hard. I, like, I, ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I still like the challenge though. I ain't over that. I am. I'm not over that challenge yet. What's what challenge is that? Of uh, trying to win a, a 16 team uh, league. Oh. I know you don't have types of problems. Yeah, I haven't had any problems had lately. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's fun though. Um, yeah. So, uh, what 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 you think, man? Um, I, I just want to give a shout out, and we'll go to basketball real quick. Um, I, I got to give a shout out to the black quarterbacks, man. Um, 10 starting black quarterbacks this week. Yeah. Um, eight and two was the record. Eight wins, two losses. Um, Dak Prescott, I think lost his lost against the Rams and then mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater, who, by the way, Teddy Bridgewater had a great game against Oak against, uh, I guess you call him the Vegas Raiders now. Great game. <laughs> You think it? Look, I, look. Don't don't get me to don't get me in a pocket where you feel like I'm shitting on black quarterbacks. <laughs> I wouldn't say he had a great game though. Like, yeah, you, you did that twice today. Where it was like he had a great game. I don't think he had a great game. He had a, he had he he was good. Okay, he was okay. good. I mean, I, I I won't argue there. I I, yeah. I thought because um, I mean that was a sort of an up and down game. There, it was you know back and forth. And, you know, the Panthers just kept, you know, getting after it. And, um, you know, they, they lost the game, but I thought he, I thought he played well. He, um, he had a good game. Uh, yeah, he, he definitely had a good game. He, 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 he belongs as a starter. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just so I get that out there. Teddy Bridgewater keeps that starting position. He earned position. it. He, he earned, earned it. it. He earned, he it. earned yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. He earned it. Abs- absolutely, absolutely. Um, so shout out to all the black quarterbacks, man, doing their thing, man. I love to see that. You're talking and, almost thirty percent of the league. And and just to add to that, um the majority of the black quarterbacks are mm-hmm. in that top five, top ten. Yeah, you know, yes, yes, of sir. those of those ten quarterbacks, uh a hefty percentage of them are considered to be the best that the league has to offer. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um so it's funny, right? So I'm watching football, and I forgot the basketball game was on Sunday. It was a one o'clock uh, tip off. Yep, definitely so I was, didn't watch that. You said you didn't watch. You watched. You didn't watch any of it. 
Of course not. Okay. Okay. I can respect that. Um, I was back and forth. You know, yeah, Ravens game was Playoff on. basketball. What's that? I said I get it. Playoff basketball. Um, yeah, it's playoff basketball, and then the games were just so, you know, so the Ravens game, and, you know, of course, I love to see my team blow out any team, of course, but I was flipping back and forth. You had the Eagles and, you know, the Washington team on, um, which for a while looked like it was going to be a blowout, mm-hmm. and then I I forgot the Nuggets and Clippers was on, and so I, I turned to that, and that looked like it was a blowout. The Clippers was up by like 19 points. And then I go back to the Ravens game, watching that game. And then I get a notice on Twitter that the Clippers were just up by one point. I'm like, Oh God, like these, these niggas blew another lead like this again. So turned that game on. We had that game on for about maybe a good 10, 15 minute stretch. And I gotta tell you, Maestro, the Nuggets was giving it to him in the second half, bro. Mm-hmm. Like they they couldn't stop Jokic for for nothing mm-hmm. in that second mm-hmm. half. And now it's a game seven situation, winner take all tonight. Um yeah. And and you know I, I said it on Twitter, and y'all Doc River fans, y'all y'all want to be upset at me for bringing this up, but I'm well, sorry. Like I won't be upset at you. Every <laughs> every series, like. <laughs> When he's up 3-1 or he's up 3-2, he struggles to close these series out. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> let me be – let Trey, let me go ahead and say it for you. At Maestro Styles on every single social media platform. If they lose tonight, fire – He's getting Doc fired. Rivers. He's, he's getting fired. Fire him. Fire him. He got to be gone. He he's should get another fired. job. He should definitely get another job. Yeah, yeah. But gone. Should be gone. Should be gone. And let me go a step further. I have the Nuggets going to the finals. So you know where I'm at with it tonight. You you going Nuggets all the way tonight? Going Nuggets tonight, man. All right. I, I wouldn't be mad if I'm wrong. That. Wouldn't be mad if I'm wrong. You know, uh-huh. whatever. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I've been wrong plenty of times in life. But right now... Doc Rivers is about to lead the is about to be fired from the LA Clippers. They are going to lose tonight, and enough is a damn enough. Enough is enough. These what else can he do here? What else can he do here? Uh, he could win the damn game. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you that he could he, he could win. He could forget about all the you know all the naysayers from these past couple of games, and just be like, all right, y'all, like, come on, it's it's go time, like. LeBron waiting for us. Like, let's let's go. Yeah, like, what are we playing? Like, what? Why are we even here when we know we waiting for the Clippers Lakers uh, conference finals? Why are we even here at Game Seven? Yeah. Why are we even here? Yeah. So it's like, like nah, nah, bro. Yeah. He getting fired because he's losing tonight. It's going to be Denver and the Lakers Western Conference Finals. Okay. Um. Look, it's I'm, be I'm devastating. Look, I'm I'm going to pick the Clippers because my finals pick was Clippers versus the uh Celtics and I don't mm-hmm. even like saying that. <laughs> right. Um but you know, the Nuggets are here, the Clippers are in this position. Um I I, I still got to rock with the Clippers until the, you know, the whole thing comes off. Mhm. You know, but yeah. I tell you I tell you what, man, if the if if the Clippers and and I guess this is hard to say too because 
Game 5 and Game 6, they came out firing all cylinders. And they just haven't been able to close a deal. Mm. 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 You know? And people forget this this franchise still has yet to make the conference finals. Yes. So you got that hanging over this team as well. Hey man. Doc Rivers might not be the one to save the Clippers. That's all I'm gonna say. Man. And and I don't want that for him, man. I don't either. I really don't, man, but I, I, I gotta put it out there. I mean, you go on, go back all the way to when he coached the Magic when he had McGrady in his prime. This dude doesn't he doesn't close series out quickly, man. Either they or either they blow three one you know leads, they blow three two leads, and they end up losing a series that's happened on maybe five or six several occasions under Doc yeah. Rivers. Yeah. Whether it was with the Magic, whether it was with the Celtics. Or whether it was with the Clippers, <laughs> but let's but let's also put in perspective that he did win a championship he in did. Boston. He did. So that you know, I'm not you know, I just want to make sure that that's also put on the resume as we talking about. I'm speaking about, but me personally, I'm speaking about his run with the Los Angeles Clippers. Yep, has been lackluster. It's, it's disappointing. Just, you know, yeah, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. Yeah, it just is. It just is. So on that note. When he loses this game seven to my prediction, he's going to be fired. <laughs> he's going to be fired. Speaking of firings, coach or not necessarily firings, coach Dan Tony of the uh, Rockets, he says that he ain't coming back. Uh, good riddance. Um, yeah, <laughs> I could care less. He's sick of that shit. Greek yeah. freak, Greek freak, saying he, or what I'm hearing is is that Greek freak is saying he don't want to be there. Bucks say they're gonna try to they're gonna do their damnedest to put together a championship roster. Um, don't ha- don't have no faith in that. Um, okay, so I'm glad you brought that up. So I saw your tweet. It was I think it was Sunday morning. I saw your tweet about Giannis, and I don't even I, remember what my tweet was about Giannis. Um, it was basically saying, "Oh, so Giannis is requesting a trade now." Oh yeah, okay. Because yeah. it wasn't because I didn't just see that from you. I saw that from several other people. And that's I'm why I around... tweeted it because I saw it. I, I I saw it. Right, right. So I'm looking around. I'm you know I'm looking for like the real like sources. Like I'm looking right. at you know Wojnarowski. I'm looking at um, mm-hmm. what's my man name? I can't think of it right now. But I'm looking at dependable sources. Yeah. And I did I didn't see anything in regard to that. Now, as far as them wanting to spend above the luxury tax, that's cool. Um, they're gonna have to trade for somebody. I don't think they're gonna be able to get anybody, you know, that's a free agent to want to go there right. and you know try to win a title. I, I, right. I just don't, you know, and it's not, and I, I and I don't, I don't want to sound like, I don't want to sound like Stephen A. Because you know, every every time, you know, a small market team is in this situation, it's always, oh, you know, they don't want to go to this city, they don't want to go to that city. It's nothing there. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to disrespect the city. Let me, let me be clear about that. I don't want to disrespect the city, but reality is reality. These players want to be in spots where. They can make money. They can get endorsements. Or oh, it ain't um, no the taxes. Weather, the weather is nice. There's no taxes. You know, all that stuff. And unfortunately, Milwaukee is not on that list of places where you can get all those things. So you're going to have to trade for somebody. 
Um, and Who the hell are you trading and getting somebody that's and building a championship team though? Well, I heard um, who who was it on first take today? It wasn't Stephen A. It was somebody else. It might have been Kendrick Perkins. Uh, no, it was Vince Carter that said this. Um, he said, "Hey, look, um, you got Bradley Beal out there, um, you know, tearing it up. You know, maybe they could take a run at Bradley Beal." And just to kind of further my point, as far as what the Bucks would have to give up, there's not a lot that they have that they can give up. You know, Middleton is probably the only guy that you got as an asset to where you say, okay, it's Middleton and his draft picks. Because they got nobody else. Like, Brooke yeah, Lopez, it, don't give me give me a break. You know, Eric Bledsoe, give me a break. Yeah. And if, and if I'm the Wizards, I would, I, if I'm the Wizards, mm-hmm. I want Middleton and Bledsoe, and I want your draft pick, and yeah. I want your draft pick. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have give that up for Bradley Bill because let's be clear, Bradley Bill is a baller. He is a dog. I'm not super like Bradley Bill and Greek Freak. Is that excuse me, Bradley Bill and Giannis Antetokounmpo? I'm not. I'm not looking at that like, oh, this is going to. Change that. You don't. You don't, you don't like. You don't like that pairing. I, I like the pairing because I like two players getting together. But uh-huh. is that going to be the thing that's going to take on? Because let's be clear, Antetokounmpo is still the guy on that team. He's still the 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 quote unquote alpha dog, right? And he ain't an alpha dog. But they're going to keep running the offense as if he's that guy. Um, I don't think. I don't. I don't know if that's going to be. I don't know if that's going to be enough. I think if you pair him and Beal together and you get another coach, like it can be Budenholzer. Cause I, I, I think, I think there's times when I think Budenholzer thinks he's still coaching the Hawks at times. I think if you get another coach in there, that's going to get the best out of Giannis and that's going to be able to say, okay, Giannis going to do his thing throughout the game. But Bradley Beal, we need you to be that closer. We need you to be that dude. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I I I think that's the way it's gonna have to be. And and Giannis is gonna have to. The, you think they beat the Heat with Bradley Beal this year? If if Bradley Beal is on his team this year, Chris Middleton's gone. Do you think they beat the Heat this year? Obviously, uh, n- no, no, uh, not like like not with the circumstances being what they are. I mean, the season was cut short. They took a long, you know, layoff, and then they're back. And 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 quite frankly, the Bucks hadn't been the Bucks even in those first eight games. When you be honest, when you know to be honest, and I get mm-hmm. that there was nothing to play for, but when you just kind of look at the, you know, the chemistry and the way they've played, something was off about them. So I would say no, they wouldn't beat the Heat with Brad Beal this year. Next year, I I, I think they have a chance, a much better okay. chance of beating the Heat. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure about it. Let me say that. I'm not sure about it. Okay. Okay. But it's going to have to be Greek Freak. I mean, Giannis, you do your thing. Brad Beal, you need to be the closer. You need to be that nigga in the fourth quarter. You need to Mm -hmm. be that dude that when we need 10 buckets in a row, you got to be that dude. I love love that idea for Bradley Beal, though. I do love that idea. Mm -hmm. I wish he could do it. I wish we could get Greek Freak to come to D.C. for that. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Stephen A. said something about that too. Like he was against the idea of uh, Giannis going to DC. I don't. I don't. I don't know why. Um. I don't know why neither. But if. But look. If if by some way, some notion they could pull off uh, Giannis, Bill, mm-hmm. and John Wall coming back healthy. Yep. I'm here for it. John Wall throwing up them. Gang signs. I'm, here, I'm here for it. I right, look, <laughs> blood it out. I'm here for it. I, look, I'm here for it. Look, how you feel about that, John Wall? <laughs> uh, by nothing in my book. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's nothing. Um, I I saw his apology on Twitter. Um, I I mean, I guess my thing is is this, and and I'm gonna be honest with you. I was totally oblivious to. Him being, you know, a blood. I didn't know what those gangs. I didn't know what those things he was doing. I, I like it's funny because <laughs> when I saw the video of it, uh-huh. I, um, you know, I was like, okay, all right, that looks familiar. But then when I saw it in the game, I was like, uh, never picked that up. Clearly, I'm not a gang member. Right, right, yeah. So, and it's funny because, and I guess it's just been too long for me because I, I grew up in a neighborhood, you know, with bloods. So, and I, I've seen that a lot. And just never, you know, when watching Wizards games, just never picked up that. Because he's done that's that. What he was doing. He's done that. Yeah, like John Wall has done that. It looks familiar. He's done that. Yeah. On several occasions. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, man. Um, I, I, I think it's much to do about nothing. Um, if he felt like he needed to apologize, then hey, that's what he had to do. Um, you know, hopefully he comes back. And I'm just talking basketball here. Uh, just come back, man. Get healthy. Um, you know, and help the Wizards, man. Are. Yeah, 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 man. It's it's, it's been a minute, man. I, I can't even yeah. remember the last time I seen John Wall play. Right. It's been it's been a minute. Right. So, yeah. Shout out, shout out to John Wall, man. Um. So, who you like in the Heat and Celtics series? Game one's Celtics. tonight going on right Celtics. now. Um, Celtics in seven, but. Um, because I, I because I say Celtics in seven, I'm sticking to that because that was my my you know prediction. Yeah. But man, I would love for the Heat to go to the finals with Jimmy Butler. I mm-hmm. would love that. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely love that. Yeah, I don't. Man, I don't. I, I definitely don't care for the Celtics. Yeah. And 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 as far as the Heat, I I, I mean I. I mean, I, I I used to hate the Heat back in the day, um, but I I, 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 I like now. Jimmy Butler. What's up? I said there's no way you can hate the Heat now. I mean, after Dwayne after Dwayne Wade era and the LeBron era, like you yeah. can't hate. The well, heat I'm not now. even talking about that era. I'm talking about. No, I'm just the saying. Lo- I'm just saying, like that that hatred you had from the '90s had to dissipate once Dwayne once Dwayne era, Dwayne Wade. Yeah, era, yeah, it did. Had, yeah, yeah, it did. It did. It, it, it did. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it would be dope to see Jimmy Butler in the finals. I I, yeah. I, I agree with you there. It, it would be like Miami versus the Lakers. I could I could see that. You know what I mean? Like I could see that. You know, the storyline would probably one of the storylines would be LeBron going up against Pat Riley and you know that whole thing about you know why he left Miami to go back to Cleveland, that kind of a thing. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um. 
Yeah, I, I have to stick with my pick, um, unfortunately, because I did pick the Celtics to go to the finals, too. Um, I, I think they take the heat out in six. Okay. I think I, I'm going them. seven. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so um, I wish I had to, I don't know what she did to my TV. I, I, usually I have the games on here, but Natalie did something to my TV. I don't know what. Can't mm-hmm. watch the game right now. But, um, but yeah, that, that'll be a fun series to watch. That's like an evenly matched, like, roster for roster. Like, what, the Heat and the Lakers? The Heat, no, the Heat and the Celtics. Oh. Okay, like, I yeah, think, yeah. I think roster for roster, like, you got some good matchups. And then this is a good test for Jay. I mean, we keep, you know, trying to crown Jason Tatum. Mm. Uh, this is a good test. Yeah. Jason Tatum versus uh, Jimmy Butler. Right, right. You know, every time. Every time I watch Jason Tatum play, and as he gets, I guess, closer and closer into this uh, pathion of, you know, top players in the NBA, I will always go back to his rookie year when it was in the playoffs against the Cavs. And that time that he dunked on, I don't know if he dunked on LeBron or that he bumped into LeBron after he hit the dunk. I think it was like Mm -hmm. game seven of that series Mm -hmm. in the conference finals. But it just seemed to me, like, from that point on, like, yo, like, this dude had the dog in him all along. <laughs> like, like he ain't scared at a moment. Like, he, you need buckets, he's going to get that to you. Yeah, well, like I, yeah, like I said, it, uh, this is going to be a good test to see where, you know, a good litmus test to see where he at. Because Jimmy Butler is going, is going to take it to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not gonna play with him. He's gonna take it to him. So it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be crucial to see how he responds and um, to see where he at in that in that journey to being one of those guys in the league. Yeah, yeah, for for certain, for certain. At this point, um, you said you got the. Do you have the Nuggets winning the championship or no? I haven't going. You haven't just getting there. Okay. I haven't getting there. Um, I, 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 I'm not ready to make a finals prediction yet between the Nuggets and the Celtics. Um, you know, not to jump the gun, obviously. Got you. But, got you. Um, okay. I'm not ready to do that yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I, I somehow in my mind still have the Clippers winning it all, but that could all just dissipate <laughs> in the next couple of hours. So. And listen. Um. So I, I just got a few shout outs, and then we could, you know, kind of close this thing out. Um. Yeah. Just want to give a special shout out to Naomi Osaka who won the U.S. Open. So shout hey. out to her. What's up? Um, yeah, shout, and shout out to her. Congratulations, Black Queen. We love what you're doing out here. Let me get all of that out the way before I get here. Um, did you see a Facebook post where um, Naomi Naomi? Oh, I'm about to mess her name up. For Osaka. Whatever. Osaka. Naomi Osaka. Uh, and her boyfriend, I'm not sure if you're familiar with her boyfriend. Her boyfriend is a rapper named Corday. YBN mm-hmm. Corday. Well, he just took the YBN off. Yeah. Uh, rapper from D.C. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with his music. But um, he. Uh, there was a picture that posted on social media. Middle finger. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, there, and, you know, there was a conversation about, you know, was that appropriate? I would love to know your thoughts on it because I didn't see you in the thread. Uh, I so I did see the thread, and I'm gonna call this brother's name out. Um, his name is T Lot. 
He's in that. Uh, it was, I think it was the Two Life Stews group. I think mm-hmm. I did. I did to the thread. I saw the post, and then I saw everybody's comments. I saw your comment as well. Um, look, um, let 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 her shine, man. You know, let 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 these young black folks shine. Like, why why does it have to be all the time? You know, oh, we're not representing ourselves properly. You know, but look, there've been plenty of white athletes who are at the top of their game that haven't represented themselves properly, you know, but we don't call it out. Mm-hmm. So I'm of the opinion, Hey, y'all, y'all do what y'all do. Live your life. You know, you just, you just won the U S freaking open. Like that's, that's major. That's major. Like she really, yeah. like she really, like once Serena's, you know, hangs it up for good, like she about she about to be the next one, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I man, look, listen, girl, shine every moment you can. Keep that light shining, yo. I, I'm not I'm not mad at it one bit. It was was Corday inappropriate in his picture? Um. Well, look, uh, 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 of course, in his post, I guess. Uh, uh, of course, what I would I've liked to have seen him throw the middle finger up. Uh, of course, I would choose the alternate, which would be okay. Y'all just taking a, po- a photo together. Y'all, you know, you know, goofing it up, whatever. Of course, but I'm not just gonna go off rip because he threw the middle finger up. I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. Like, um, I'll say that. I will say this though. Mm-hmm. Um. To those who are not familiar with Corday, Corday is an extremely conscious young dude. Like, um, mm-hmm. let, let, let me let me just get that out of the way. Um, he's an extremely conscious dude. If he did that, knowing it was going to be, um, and this hasn't been a big story or anything, so let's be clear yep. about that. Yeah. Um, but if he thought that uh, that picture was being taken on the, um, you know, like a to be on PN and things of that nature, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have did that. If that if he knew that would be the case, and obviously these things haven't made major platforms or anything of that nature. Yeah. Uh, yep. So with that being said, I'm led to believe that this was probably something on his Instagram or something like that, and that you know a couple of people found it and you know posted it for you know a, a think piece or yeah. a topic to conversate about. Yep. Uh, with that being said, um, I have no 100% no problem with it. And um, even and even if he thought that that would be a um, you know something that would reach ESPN news table, yeah, uh, I would implore people who think he just did that to be an ignorant black boy. Uh-huh. Um, I would implore people to check his resume about the things he talks about and the type of conscious cat he is. Um, if that that would have been intentional. Yeah. So, um, you know, I have 100 percent no problem with it. Uh, Let that black boy live. He out here. He you know, they uh, are a beautiful black couple out here in, you know, (laughs) America getting money, shining, Mm -hmm. prospering. Um, Like you said, let him live. And and if I didn't say this before on the show, I want to add again, Naomi Osaka canceled her one of her matches last week when the bucks 
boycotted their game and then everybody else kind of followed suit. She was the one that said, hey, I'm not going to play in this match because of what's going on. I'm going to bring awareness to this. So she a real one for that, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let these black. Yeah. Let let, let them live. Like I said, I, I would imagine that this, especially considering that it hasn't caught any uh, hit any major newsrooms, that this was a picture, a personal picture on social media or something of that ilk. And if it was that, let that let that black boy live and let that black queen continue to prosper. Uh, like the, I, the slander is unnecessary in my book. But yeah, shout out to those, yeah. Facts. Shout out to those that feel otherwise. Yeah, a couple more shout outs uh, to get through here. The Dallas Stars get to the Stanley Cup final last night, so they're gonna go against whoever wins between the Islanders and the Lightning tonight. And then uh, Albert Pujols gets to 660 home runs in his career, which ties Willie Mays for fifth on the all-time list. So, shout out to Albert Pujols, future Hall 100%. of Famer, yes, getting sir. it done. So, um, if you got nothing else, man, I'm, I'm ready to ready to call this thing to, quits. Yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm and I'm hot up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat room. Uh, Miss Mocha Bella, Big Kev, uh, Vince Wright, uh, Big Illinois 73, repping the BFTN Network. Yes, Appreciate sir. everybody here in the chat. Um, you can find us on some of these platforms. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and also Spotify. Uh, we got the YouTube page. If you got YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, our social media is Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We got the Facebook page. We're also on Twitter at Barbershop SPOR2, which really, it's really, you know, I'm using it most of the time. Uh, yeah, if you it's, hit, it's, your, it's your page. It's, yeah, it's really, it's really my page at this point. You're representing the company. That's why. I, it's funny because when I see you posting, when I see you getting in your Raven bag, it's like, ugh, but, hey, man, shine, hey. black man, shine. Hey, man, you know, I got I to gotta let it be known, bruh. Um, well, they can find you at Maestro Styles on Twitter and on Instagram, right? Everywhere that you can find me on social media, I am at Maestro Styles. No doubt, no doubt. And you can find me also on Facebook and at Trey Frazier on Instagram also. And speaking of which, uh, our week two NFL picks, we're going to do that on Instagram Live later this week before the Thursday night game. So y'all make sure y'all check us out there uh, for those picks on Instagram Live. And if you got any questions or comments about the show, just hit us up at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. So it's Maestro Styles. I'm Trey Frazier signing off. Y'all have a good week. We'll be back next Tuesday. Peace out. Y'all. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com.
Let's clear the air.